This year, I am focused on saving and investing, but I still want to do things like travel. NerdWallet lets you compare top travel credit cards side-by-side to maximize your spending, some even offering 10 times points on your spending, which means you could end up with a free flight or maybe a better hotel room. So what could future you do with smarter financial decisions? Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. We're so excited to introduce you to Great Jones. Great Jones makes high-quality, thoughtfully designed cookware that's so stunning, you won't want to put it away. They have everything from Dutch ovens to ceramic dishes to non-stick sheet pans. They've got everything you want. I have the Saucy, which is a terrific saucepan. It has curved sides. It has a pouring spout. It has a lid. And it looks so elegant. It's really a pleasure just to look at it on the counter, even before we're using it. Yes, I love all the colors. Yeah. They make stunning gifts that are actually useful. Weddings, housewarming parties, birthdays. It's the perfect gift for the foodie in your life. So upgrade your kitchen and replace those old rusted hand-me-downs with bold, beautiful, long-lasting pieces from Great Jones. Get started today at greatjones.com and get an extra 15% off your first order with promo code HAPPIER. That's greatjones.com, promo code HAPPIER. Hello and welcome to Happier, a podcast where we talk about how to be, you guessed it, happier. This week we'll talk about why you might say it through to think it through, and we'll do a deep dive into listeners' suggestions for the calendar of catalysts. I'm Gretchen Rubin, a writer who studies happiness, good habits, and human nature. I am in my little home office here in New York City, and joining me today from Los Angeles is my sister, Elizabeth Kraft, my sister, the dog person. (laughs) Who knew? (laughs) That's me, Elizabeth Kraft, a TV writer and producer living in L.A., and Gretchen, I have to share exciting news from my part of the world. What is that? Okay, Fantasy Island was a Jeopardy question. Huge! Okay, what was the question? Okay, let me read it. It was, Mr. Rourke began welcoming wishful guests to this title resort in the late 70s in a show rebooted in 2021. What is Fantasy Island? I couldn't believe it. So how did you find out? What was your first inkling that it had been on Jeopardy? Well, you know, Sarah and I have a Happier in Hollywood Facebook group. And somebody posted it there. Oh, my gosh. So that's how I found out. It was so exciting. And then a few other people contacted me as well after that. So, of course, I sent the screenshot to the whole family, various friends. But, Gretchen, I was so happy because you were a Jeopardy question. I was around the Happiness Project. So I will put in the show notes a picture. We both managed to get screenshots of our questions. So I will put those in the show notes because I do feel like it's a bucket list thing, Elizabeth. Oh, I mean, for sure. (laughs) It's huge. I sent it to Rosalind Sanchez, the star of the show. I'm like, check this out. Yeah. Ooh. It's great. Yes. Maybe that's something good for your, like, if you have to get present for everybody. Yes. A mug with the Jeopardy question. Oh, it's always a mug. Elizabeth, her first thought is always a mug. 
And another update, not as big an update, but I did realize that March 5th was the third anniversary of my little book, Outer Order, Inner Calm, which is all about how to create more outer order to get more inner calm. Now, spoiler alert, later in this episode, we're going to talk about why it's a good idea to look for little anniversaries like this. That's how I happened to notice that it was the third <laughs> anniversary of this book. And in honor of the anniversary and in honor of spring cleaning, if anybody wants to get my Outer Order, Inner Calm 30-day SMS challenge, which gives you a daily audio prompt to help you create Outer Order, you can get 20% discount at checkout if you go to courses.gretchenrubin.com. So that's just a fun little discount to get you clutter clearing if you are starting to get into that mode. I love your SMS challenges. They're, they're fun. <laughs> now this week, Elizabeth, our Try This at Home tip is to say it through, to think it through. Or you could also call this thinking by talking. Mm. And the idea is that by saying things out loud, by talking things through, by saying it through, it often helps us think it through. So it's kind of the opposite of think before you speak. Yeah, I know that's, we're always told to think before you speak, but often <laughs> I find that speaking helps me think, that it's actually like, I understand what I'm thinking. I mean, I definitely see this with writing. I don't know what I think until I write it down, but mm. sometimes talking is kind of quicker and easier and also kind of helps surface ideas. Gretch, you know what this reminds me of is our hack, talk to the duck. Do you remember yes. that hack? Yeah, they said if you're having issues, pretend you're talking to a rubber duck about what your problem is and maybe you'll solve it. I even sent you a rubber duck. Well, you know what? And this is exactly what I have the rubber duck right here, uh, <laughs> right on the shelf next to me. And I'm going to do this because, because I think we talked about this hack and I sort of got it, but it's only now that I really, really understand mm. it. Like I tried it with Eleanor. She was frustrated. She's a junior in high school, and she was very frustrated by a paper she had to write. And she kind of, you know how you, in the conclusion, you need to take it to the next level. Mm. She just couldn't think of how to do it other than to just repeat everything she'd already said. So I said, just talk me through your argument. I know nothing about what you're writing about. Just, just talk me through it. And as she talked, all of a sudden she had these ideas. And yeah, a duck is easier because the duck <laughs> is always available. But I do think that right. there's something about having somebody to Actually talk it out Actually listening, with. yes. Yeah, with my Five Senses book, I'm hitting this place where I'm sort of like Eleanor, where I need to have these next level insights. And I was thinking, oh, maybe I should see if I could get her or Eliza or maybe you mm -hmm. to just hear me out. Let me just talk it through and to see if that helps me move my thinking forward more than I'm able to do just noodling it over on my own. Well, I would be happy to be your human rubber duck. Okay. We can set aside weekend time and you can talk it all out. Okay, good, good. Maybe I'll assign each one of you a different section so I'm not yeah, like, you know, it's you not go. like hours and hours and hours. But Elizabeth, it kind of also got me thinking about the fact that this is a lot of the way that you work, just generally. It absolutely is. I mean, you're talking about 80% of what we do in the room is exactly this. So, so much of my job is just figuring out what's the next idea, what do we want in an episode. And a lot of times that you start talking and you don't know where you're going to end up, but you just hope you get somewhere with an idea. And it's just accepted that we all do this. Right. And you say something like, I don't know where I'm going with this, but maybe it'll spark something. Yeah. And sometimes it sparks something in the person who's talking without knowing where they're going. And sometimes it sparks an idea in listeners. But I mean, it's the nature of brainstorming. Right. 
thinking by talking. And here's another twist, just like talk to the duck is a way to sort of fake having another person to talk to. Here's another twist that someone could try. I think this is interesting. I often get emails from people where they're like, okay, here's my situation. I have this problem. What do you think? Like, okay, the four tendencies, how do I use the four tendencies to use this? And it's very clear to me from what they've written that they know what they want to do. They, like yes. they don't, and, and basically, I just write back, I don't give advice, but it sounds to me like you already know what to do. And so I was thinking a person could do that by sort of in the same way, you just draft an email, write it down, like this is my issue, this is my challenge, this is my question, and just send it to yourself, use delay delivery and have it land in like a week. Just, but just That's pose really it to yourself and talk it through, type it through, articulate it, and then send it to yourself and then just see how you respond. Because I wonder if this could also be a strategy that people could use to say it through, to think it through. Yes. Gretch, this is reminding me, and when you said, you know, writing, you need to write something to understand it. I had a showrunner once who, it didn't matter what we did in the room, how much prep we did, when he sat down to write a script, that's the first time he could really even think about it. Mm -hmm. So he would come back with something completely different. Of course, it drove all of us absolutely nuts. Right. We all have different ways yeah. of processing. Yeah. And I think for some people, like all of all the Try This at Home, for some people, this won't work. But for other right. people, it's like a game changer. Right. Well, and also to that point, I do think that many things like every medicine can become poison yeah. and this can be overused. Yes. And like we've all seen all the research about how brainstorming often isn't productive or how it can be incredibly draining and overwhelming if you're if somebody's trying to talk it through with you and it just goes on and on and on and you feel like it's not productive or you're sort of being forced to be part of a process where you feel like they're just kind of exploiting your time and attention. So again, it works for some people and not for others. It works yeah. in some circumstances, but like other things, like don't let it go bad. <laughs> yes. I think it's the key is that you have a, something specific that you're yeah. trying to do. Mm -hmm. I mean, again, for my job, if I'm trying to think of an act break, a specific yeah. act break, for instance, this kind of thing is very helpful. Right. Where it's not just general meandering thoughts. Yes. That, yeah. Right. Yes. And, and, and staying to things that are relevant. Yes. So let us know if you do try this at home and how Say It Through to Think It Through works for you. Let us know on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Drop us an email at podcast at GretchenRubin.com. Or as always, you can go to the show notes for this at happiercast.com slash 368. Or of course, you can sign up for the email to get them emailed to you every week to get everything related to this episode. And I will report back, Elizabeth, and how my talking it through to think it through works with my draft. And yeah, and you will probably be doing a section of that. So thank you very much. Good. I look forward to it. Coming up, we've got a jigsaw puzzle hack. But first, this break. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe without spending a fortune, and luckily I found Quince. Elizabeth, I got the Flow Knit Wide Leg Pant. It's very light. It's perfect for the summer. It packs very easily. I recently went on a trip with my family, and I took it with me, and they were just the thing to wear on a really hot day where I wanted to be covered up, but I wanted something that looked great and also was very comfortable. 
And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash Gretchen for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Gretchen to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash Gretchen. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and free. And, you know, Elizabeth, I now work with a team and hiring the right people is so important. It's maybe the most important thing. And LinkedIn makes the process of identifying and hiring people easy and intuitive. I know that when I've been hiring for my team, it's hard to find quality candidates to interview. And LinkedIn isn't just a job board. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash Gretchen. That's linkedin.com slash Gretchen to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, Gretchen, it's time for our happiness hack, and this is a fun one. This is a fun one. Okay, I was in a cafe, and they had a box in the corner, and it said Puzzle Exchange. And there was a sign saying, okay, the Puzzle Exchange, have one, leave one, need one, take one. And there was just this nice box, and it had several puzzles in it. And I think this is genius. Yes, because... The truth is, once you do a puzzle once, it's sort of done. Yeah. Right? You want a new puzzle. And yet, they're barely touched, so yeah. they're, like, brand new. Yeah. Well, and I see this because um, I don't really do puzzles, but my daughter, Eliza, loves, loves, loves puzzles. And yes. and it is funny because you're thinking, well, it's not like you've memorized how the puzzle works. Like, why can't you do the puzzle again yeah. in six months? And yet, I've noticed that for her, it's sort of, she likes to do it, but then she wants to do a different puzzle. And it is very annoying when you have this thing that's perfectly good, and yet you sort of have used it up. But then what do you do with it? And I think that this is great. And I think you could do this in a workplace. You could do this at a school. Oh, yeah. It's one of these things where uh, they're, yeah, they're clean. They're in good condition as long as all the pieces are there. And it's putting things to use. Like we talk often about how we, you know, you want to use things up. You want to put things to the use for which they're made. And I think, I think that this is a great idea. I took a picture. It was really like they had a really fun sign. So again, I'll put a picture in the show notes of the puzzle exchange too. But I just got the biggest kick out of that. It just, I'm kind of surprised it's not more common actually, because once I saw it, it was like puzzles really lend themselves to exchange much, even more than books, really. Yeah. And you know, we're always looking for things at work to like build morale that's not bringing donuts. And I think having a puzzle corner where you can leave a puzzle, take a puzzle, take it home is a great idea. So if I ever am in an office again, I will start this. 
Yeah, and maybe you put up like a some cheap card yes. table and people can do a puzzle and then it, it's absolutely. just kind of... Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Okay, and now it is time for the deep dive. We are heading back to the calendar of Catalyst. I love the calendar of Catalyst. In episode 363, we talked about how we all like a catalyst for reflection, review, and kind of that sense of fresh start. I'm turning a page. I'm getting started. These are really valuable. But people get tired of New Year's resolutions and using the new year. Yeah, you can use your birthday. But we wanted to give lots of ideas, new ideas, fresh ideas for people to find a catalyst for reflection. Yeah, and we asked listeners to send us their ideas. And Gretchen, we got such great ones. We just couldn't get over it. Now, of course, these dates are for 2022. They'll change in the future, perhaps slightly, but you get the idea. Yeah. And for some of them, you might have to like swap the seasons depending on your hemisphere or whatever. But it's just like, this is like gives you the idea. Now, The first one, I cannot believe I forgot to include this the first time we talked about the calendar of catalysts, because this is something that, Elizabeth, you know I have been pushing for years, which is the idea of, like, at least in the United States, to use Labor Day as a catalyst to think about our work life. Just like people use Valentine's Day to think about their romantic life, or they use Mother's and Father's Day to think about their relationship with their parents. I said, okay— Do you want to plan, evaluate, think? Yeah, maybe you want to update your resume or you could start a side hustle. I love a side hustle. Go to a networking event, start looking for a job. In my case, write a spec script, even just cleaning your desk, something I desperately need to do. Although I should not wait till September 5th. Right. You could do some of these things on September 5th and you could also start, you know, use that day to start planning. Yes. Now, when we went out to listeners... The biggest suggestion by far was the idea of using May 4 as May the 4th be with you, which is a very popular idea from Star Wars. May the 4th be with you is the huge line from Star Wars. And so May the 4th be with you is something that a lot of people use. But so then the the question I had was like, okay, so May 4th, but what does May 4th stand for? What is If you're looking for kind of a general catalyst, but is it stand for something? And here is my suggestion. Mm. Is there some big, intimidating thing that you need to face, some big decision that you need to make where you need all the power of the force? You need Ah. to bring all your forces to bear. And, you know, Yoda has that thing where he says, try not, do or do not. There is no try. You know, face the fear. This is the day for that. Because a lot of people have one big thing hanging over their head. Mm And something that can be done at any time is often done at no time. So maybe you just say like, okay, May 4, that is my day. I'm going to bring all my forces to bear. May the 4th be with me. I love that. And speaking of May, Gretchen, several people suggested May 1st, a May Day, with a few different approaches. Nicole said May 1st is May Day, and it signifies that a third of the year has officially passed. So if you haven't gotten anywhere on your New Year's resolutions, Mayday, Mayday, look for ways to ask for help. I thought that was so cute. I think that's a great, and even just the idea of like, it's a day to look around and see like, where do I need help in my life? I think that's something that we often, we don't look for help as much as we should, or we don't think about delegating or bringing other people into a process. So May 1st is a great day. And then Darcy had a different, very different idea, very suited to rebels. Darcy writes, this could be a day you may do something. Either give yourself permission to do something you're struggling to allow, like self-care time or a gym membership or looking for a new job, 
Or this could appeal to rebels as a day they mm. may do something, but they are not necessarily committing to a specific resolution. So that is a great idea for rebels. Or maybe the month of May is the month when they're like, well, I may do it. I may not. Yes. But these are things that I may do if I feel like it. A little bit of rebel energy there. Gretchen, our next suggestion comes from Tenley, and this is one I appreciate as the mother of a son who loves video games. Mm. She says, Mario is an iconic character for many popular video games. I suggest March 10th, aka Mario Day, because M-A-R-1-0 looks like Mario. 1-0. Uh. I-O. Since Mario's catchphrase is let's go, one could use Mario Day as a catalyst to get going on a project or goal. Let's go. <laughs> That's so funny, Gretch. I got to tell Jack that one. Amanda suggested using a daylight saving time date. So in the United States, March 13th is spring forward. And she suggests you could spring forward into action. Like that could be a time to evaluate exercise and to think about exercise, spring forward. And November 6th, fall back, you could fall back to sleep and think about hmm. sleep and rest, which is very appropriate for rest 22 yes. and 22. But I do have a different suggestion for falling back. So if you are a person who would like a little bit more leisure time and you're already pretty accustomed to the time when you wake up in the morning, if on November 6th, you don't fall back, you don't enjoy that extra hour of sleep, but you just keep on getting up and mm. at the same time you're used to, you will basically be getting up an hour earlier without actually having to wake up an hour earlier. And so if you're trying to sort of add something to your day, this could be a good time to do it because you don't have to actually yeah, get up early. your body doesn't yeah. have to adjust. Your body clock doesn't have to adjust, even though mm. the calendar clock adjusts. Yes, exactly. So those are different ways to use daylight saving time. And then Valerie had a great idea for May 29th. She said, a friend of mine mentioned that the financial institution where she works has a 529 day on May 29th, where everyone is asked to wear college apparel to raise awareness of the 529 college savings plans. I was thinking this could also be a catalyst day for setting up or making an annual deposit to a 529 account for a child. I plan to do so for my goddaughter. Great idea. Perfect. And along these lines, April 1st could be 401k day. Ah, uh, in the, yeah, it must be. Yes. Yeah. In the United States, a 401k plan is a retirement savings plan that many employers offer. It has tax advantages. So, you know, more broadly, April 1st could be a reminder to stop and think, Am I doing my savings? Am I savings for retirement? Am I preparing for retirement? What I like about 529 day and 401k day is like these, again, you could do this at any time, but that means it's often done at no time. And so being right. reminded like, okay, stop, think, is there something that I've sort of been telling myself I should do or that I've been planning to do? Why don't I go ahead and get it done? With both these yes. things, acting faster works in your advantage. And delaying does not work to your advantage. So you want to, uh, if you're going to do something, you want to do it now. Yes. Similarly, Gretchen, people suggested April 15th, which is the U.S. tax day for finances. Yeah. So you ask yourself questions like, what financial projects do I need to organize? What charities do I want to give to? Because everyone's thinking about money on April 15th. I think it's safe <laughs> to say. Yes, yes, yes. That's a good callus. Now, here's another April date. 
if it's not a leap year, which usually it's not, April 10th is the 100th day of the year. Mm. And one of the things that schools do now a lot is they celebrate the 100th day of school and there are often celebrations and it's meant to help children understand, conceptualize what the number 100 is. And anyway, they make it into a whole big thing. I think this could be a whimsical family holiday if you could like celebrate it, uh, 100th day. Or I don't know what else. I'd be curious, what are some other ways? It it seems like it should be something. Yes. Yeah. Jennifer says, I think almost everyone has heard of making a wish when you look at the clock and the time is exactly 11-11. I think November 11th would be a good day to reflect on making your wishes come true. Well, that's nice. I love that. And it does feel very auspicious, 11-11. You could do something at 11-11 on November 11th and somehow you'd feel like you had the most good luck in the world. (laughs) Now, okay, in the United States, the day after Thanksgiving is called Black Friday, and it traditionally marks the start of the holiday shopping season. And the story on that is that's when shopkeepers go from being in the red to being in the black, because that's when they start mm-hmm. earning a lot of money. I don't know if that's actually true. That's the, that's the theory of why it's called Black yeah. Friday. And so this year it's on November 25th, but Barbara has a different way of thinking about that day. She writes, one of my favorites day is the day after Thanksgiving. I usually refer to the day as a free day or a project day. The day after Thanksgiving has no specified celebration because really Black Friday shopping is done online or starts before Thanksgiving and continues after. Also, because it's a Friday, the day carries none of the obligations of a weekend, like grocery shopping, church, etc. Thus, it's free of commitments. It's the perfect day to start and finish a long-desired project. One such Friday a few years ago, I took everything out of my closet, went through my clothes, and donated what I no longer used. I cannot tell you how marvelous it felt, and the feeling of accomplishment stayed with me all year. Now, I look forward to that day with anticipation. What project will I tackle this year on that date? I have a whole unscripted day for which I could Mm -hmm. plan. So I think that's a great idea as well. Yeah, that's awesome. Gretchen, Hannah suggests using the lunar calendar. Yeah. So these dates, there's a lot of dates of the lunar calendar. So you'd have to like mark them on the calendar. We're not going to go through them and say the dates, but... (laughs) But but she was saying, like, well, when the moon is waxing, which means that the moon is getting bigger, you could focus on things like cultivating abundance or focusing on what you want to grow. And then while it's waning, you could, and that means it's getting smaller, you could think about things like clearing things out, purification, looking for drains on your energy. So again, tying it to the natural calendar uh, mm. and the natural cycle of the moon might be a way to get these values into your life. Yes. And then many people suggested using dates from your unique personal calendar, your birthday and half birthdays. Yeah. I know a lot of people like to get a mammogram on their birthday, for instance. Yeah. Right. Well, see, that's a great idea because then it's a catalyst. It reminds you to do it. That is a really, really good idea. Use your birthday for like annual checkups. I think that's a great idea. I'd heard of that and I sort of forgot about that trick. And I think that's a really good one. And you can also celebrate pet birthdays. This is really fun. And here's a fun fact. If you have a rescue dog, August 1st is known as Dogust. And that is the day where you celebrate the birthday of a dog if you don't know the dog's actual birthday. So you could celebrate Dogust. Love it. You could also use the birthday of your spiritual master as a day to reconnect with that person's teaching and examples. Yeah. So my spiritual master is St. Therese of Lisieux, 
And because she's a Catholic saint, she actually has a feast day. So I wouldn't use her birthday. I would use her feast day, which is October 1st. And it's so lovely because every year on October 1st, I get many messages from listeners who are also uh, love St. Therese the way I do. But I was thinking, you know, I, I haven't ever really officially done this, but I could set aside October 1st to like reread Story of a Soul or at least my favorite passages and just think, how do I bring the teachings of St. Therese into my life? which obviously she was like a cloistered nun. So our lives are very different. How do I translate her life into my life? October 1st would be a good catalyst to reflect on that. Gretch, I'll have to look up Barbara Walter's birthday and celebrate. Yes, see, exactly, you know, right? she's my spiritual master. Absolutely. We'll look that up and add yeah. it to the calendar. I love that. And you can also look for personal anniversaries to celebrate, anniversaries of accomplishments. At the top of the show, I was talking about how it was the third anniversary of Outer Order Inner Calm. I had actually never looked up my anniversaries to see. And I found out the fifth anniversary of the Four Tendencies, you know, and five kind of feels like a big anniversary. It's coming up September 12th. And I'm so excited. I realized in time to acknowledge it and to realize it. So I think looking for these anniversaries and tracking them is something that you could bring a lot of, you know, it's something to celebrate. And we talk about how you need a ta-da. It's kind of nice to be reminded of something. Like if you celebrated the first day of shooting Fantasy Island, the very, very first day of the first episode, that could just be kind of fun. Yeah. And it's a good catalyst to get you going on the next project. Right. It makes you, it gives you that that shot of energy, the boost. Yes. And then, Gretchen, we were also talking about how you can make the day feel special by wearing an associated color, like green on 401k day. Yeah. Or you could have a ritual, like buying a new notebook on halfway day. We all love a new notebook. Yeah. And I love halfway day. I want to do something with halfway day. I'm going to figure that out. So everyone, thanks for the suggestion. I am going to make a free PDF that lists all these dates. But if this has prompted any last minute additions in your mind, please send them my way and I will put them in and I will let everybody know when the calendar of Catalyst is complete and ready for download. Coming up, I have a painful happiness to marriage, but first this break. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Do you want to set your child up for success? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed to help them really understand and master topics in a fun way with positive feedback. Well, I know with Eleanor, when she was struggling so much with math, if she had been able to do online learning at home, she would have been much better able to keep up with the class, and that would have just made the whole situation much easier for her. 
Don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And half your listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com happier. Visit IXL.com happier to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Okay, Elizabeth, it's time for Demerits and Gold Stars, and this is episode 368, which means it's an even-numbered episode, which means it's your turn to give a demerit. Yes. So, Gretchen, my demerit is that I have frozen shoulder, I think. I have not actually had it diagnosed, but it has all the earmarks of frozen shoulder, and every... One tells me, and all my Googling tells me, there's a set of exercises I can do to improve it faster, and I have not been doing them. So I have Mm. this painful thing that in theory I can make better, and I haven't been. So that's a pretty big demerit. Well, you know, I gave myself the exact same demerit a while ago. I also had a really bad shoulder, and I also was not doing anything about it. So I need to. I need to. I'm hoping that by announcing it, yeah. as we say, yeah. by speaking it, I'm going to yeah. make it better. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Say it this is to... my declaration that I need yeah. to yeah, speak it through to think it through. I right. have to think yeah. about why it's such a good idea for me yes. to do these exercises. Yes. Yes. How about you? What's your gold star? Okay, I want to give a gold star to a podcast. We're always looking mm-hmm. for great new podcasts. And it is a podcast called The Accessible Stall with Kyle and Emily. A friend told me about it. I like I binge through it. And here's the description. The Accessible Stall is a disability podcast hosted by Kyle Kachadurian and Emily Liddell that keeps it real about issues within the disability community. Because we each have different disabilities and mobility levels, we approach everything we talk about with two unique viewpoints, offering our listeners a fresh insight into how differences in disability can color your experiences and perspectives. And we never shy away from offering our honest opinion. And what I love about the show is it's very dense in information, but Kyle and Emily have a great rapport. They're old friends. I think they even said in one episode that they had dated very briefly when they first met. I like the podcast so much that I went and read Emily Liddell's new book called Demystifying Disability, which I also highly recommend. So I am a big fan of the accessible stall. Great. And the resources for this week. I had a really fun conversation with Dr. Amy Boyd for an event called PhD Wellness Summit for March 14th and 18th. So if you happen to be working toward or have recently completed your PhD, uh, you might be interested in the summit. It is free. It's five days of experts talking about everything from like mental health to what happens to you after you finish your PhD, finances, all that. And you can go to happiercast.com slash PhD summit if you want to register and tune in on March 14th if you want to hear me talk about how to harness self-knowledge to find the strategies that work for you. And also, I mentioned that it's the third anniversary of Outer Order Intercom. And so for fun, to celebrate this day, I'm going mm-hmm. to do a giveaway. You can enter and follow along uh, at Gretchen Rubin on Instagram, and the giveaway will be a bundle with Outer Order Intercom, like a free signed copy, and a free version of that 30-day SMS course for Outer mm-hmm. Order Intercom. Great. And Elizabeth, what are we reading? What are you reading? I am reading The Sky is Everywhere by Jandy Nelson. How about you? I am reading Crying in the Bathroom by Erica Sanchez. 
And that's it for this episode of Happier. Remember to try this at home. Say it through to think it through. Let us know if you tried it and if it worked for you. Thank you to our executive producer, Chuck Reed, and everyone at Cadence 13. Get in touch. Gretchen's on Instagram at Gretchen Rubin, and I'm at Liz Craft. Our email address is podcast at GretchenRubin.com. And if you like this show, just go ahead, do it. <laughs> Tell a friend or forward the podcast link by email or text to a friend who you think would like the show. That is how we get most of our listeners. Until next week, I'm Elizabeth Kraft. And I'm Gretchen Rubin. Thanks for joining us. Onward and upward. So listen, I want to come up with something uh, like a really interesting, compelling idea for Halfway Day. I love, mm. I just love the name Halfway Day. Yes. But I, but what? I mean, I don't really have a project that I'm like halfway through. Yes. And so what do you do for Halfway Day? I don't know. This is, um, it feels like it should be something profound though. I know. Okay. It feels well, like we'll keep- it means something. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll keep thinking. Yes. From the Onward Project. Homes.com knows that when it comes to home shopping, it's never just about the house or condo. It's about the home. And what makes a home is more than just the house or property. It's the location and neighborhood. If you have kids, it's also schools, nearby parks, and transportation options. That's why Homes.com goes above and beyond to bring home shoppers the in-depth information they need to find the right home. And when I say in-depth, I'm talking deep. Each listing features comprehensive information about the neighborhood, complete with a video guide. They also have details about local schools with test scores, state rankings, and student-to-teacher ratio. They even have an agent directory with the sales history of each agent. So when it comes to finding a home, not just a house, this is everything you need to know all in one place. Homes.com. We've done your homework.